0: Part
1: fix network thank goodness that i have these available <laughs> 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 me too buddy and you know what these are for is pouring coffee and clapping to slate recordings <laughs> that sounds like we're ready to record a podcast Dude, because we're always ready to record. Dude, the only problem right now is that, like, I could eat more food if we actually had that live intro going. I could like, squeeze in a couple more bites between like the music jingles.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Curse this not being live radio! <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't offer you that luxury. Well, maybe if Keith was here, he would hum us a theme. <laughs> are you ready to call this meeting to order? I definitely am. And I know that there's food here so that this would not have been better as an email. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny you would say that because up until this point, we haven't had food at our staff meetings. I know. We've been meaning to talk to Tip about that. But now we do. Now we do. And you know what? You know what that means? That is just one indication. That is just one part of, and I'm kind of excited to announce this, Adam. Yeah? Is staff meetings 2.0. Staff meetings 2.0. I'm not going to explain all the details. I think what we should do is let's just jump in, and I think the changes will become apparent as we go along. I think that's a great idea. We can totally revamp the show and tell no one. On the fly. Let's just do it on the fly. Yeah, screw it, dude! Squaddlers, get over here. Let's do it. Beer donkeys. I love step the beer up. donkeys. <laughs> Everybody loves the beer donkeys. All right, Adam. So not everything's going to change. Uh, for example, uh, let's go ahead and begin uh, the way we have in the past and go over our top contributors list. This is important. Let's do it. So it feels like no change so far. No change. No change so far. All right, we're just going to count down from ten to one. At number 10 is Laura Bennett. Hmm. At number nine is Bonnie Chomo. Number eight is Alan Hastings. Number seven is Phil Rude, that illustrator guy. Number six is Chris DeVos of Podcast 42 and the Podfix Network. And here's our top five, Adam. Yes. Number five, Luke Umscheid. I love Luke. Number four... Elimination Paul from the Varmints Podcast and Checking In With Chomo, both of the Podfix Network. I think you mispronounced award-winning Varmints Podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah, let me say that again. Elimination Paul of the award-winning Varmints Podcast and more than likely soon to be the award-winning Checking In With Chomo. Yeah, he's award-winning Paul, uh, basically. Yeah, he (laughs) he only does award-worthy podcasts. <laughs> oh, man. We're so lucky to have him as a part of our, you know, modest group. I agree. I agree. Okay. Number three is our pun term, Brisky Cawthon of Turn of Phrases and the Podfix Network. Number two, the Queen of the Cafeteria, Tiff Franks. Ah, oh, yes. Tiff is awesome. And number one, Returns to his righteous place in the order, our MVP, Keith Gala of the Pop Up Filmcast and the Podfix Network. <laughs> oh, congratulations, Keith. And you know what? I feel like not only is he a phenomenal intern, he continues to make our group great. And I think that along those lines of greatness, we should give Brisky a title. Interesting. You mean in addition to being our pun turn? Yeah, I mean, she's kind of a genius. She is kind of a genius. And I'm not keeping up with it that closely, but she either just had a baby or is very, very close to having a baby. Yeah, she's punning for two right now. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Okay, well, Brisky, we're not going to do it right now. Adam Adam and I will uh, get together offline and we will come up with something special for you. Yes we might be creating a new title for you specifically, or we may be creating a new, uh, position uh, of rank. We don't know. Yeah. Either way, something's coming down just special just for you. Absolutely. All right, Adam, before we move on, let's just mention a handful of other very, very strong and important contributors to the group in no particular order. Carrie Dykes, Mike Cohen, Brad Cranford, Les York, my sweet wife, Oh, Kate Walinga, of Ignorance Was Bliss, Casey Jones, the Cheese Bandit, Vanessa <laughs> York, Bob Haynes of the Cretans Guild and of the Podfix Network, and Tom Coe of Jake and Tom Conquer the World. And I want to specifically mention those guys because they very recently were nice enough to have me on a very, very special annual episode of their show called This Year in Fecal Matter. Wow. You're really uh, really expanding it there, huh, buddy? Yep. That episode's already out, so if you want to go look up Jake and Tom conquer the world, the this year in fecal matter, you'll hear us all on there together. It was, it was great fun. I'll check that out. That sounds awesome, man. And you know, can I just say something about Casey Jones, the Cheese Bandit? Uh, of I like that. He, I, I really admire his commitment to this the the art of cheese banditry and i love how now that new people come there's no more context for that unless you're like an original like member of the interns (laughs) so like you just get a notification that has cheese on your face with no explanation he doesn't say anything. he just puts the cheese on your face And and you've been cheese bandited you know and then i come along and say now your onboarding process is complete right hopefully by that time you've gotten your cafeteria pass your hr badge all kinds of good stuff yeah well speaking of new interns adam We have quite a list, actually. Ooh. And here we go. So, first is Christy Rude, who is the wife of Phil Rude. Ooh, Phil Rude is freaking hilarious, dude. He's so good. He's very funny, uh, very smart. And I've said it many times and I'll say it again he has exceptional art and illustrating skills. It's unbelievable. Yeah, he proves himself all the time. Next is Samantha Lee Sperling. After that is Laura Bennett. After that is Ernie Chomo, then Elaine Stott, and you know who that is, Adam. Elaine Stott was one of the most popular members, cast members from last season of Survivor, and uh, we did a long-form interview with Elaine. It'll come out uh, next month, but she was nice enough to join our Facebook group. I bet she's regretting that now. <laughs> yeah. And when I say that, uh, I mean I'll- regretting not joining sooner. Ha! Also, uh, Joe Cohn, uh, who is the host of the Mouse and Ween's podcast. And finally, Aaron Spevacek, who was invited by Elise Brayton, who is Chris Brayton's wife, who created a new podcast a few months ago called I Like to Like Things. Wow. Dude, what a great new class of interns. Let me circle back real quickly, Adam, because I want to mention a few of these new interns as a group. Okay. So, obviously, we already have Elimination Paul Chomo in the group. We also have... Paul's mom, Bonnie Chomo, in the group. Super funny. Well, Laura Bennett joined the group. That is Paul's sister. And at the same time, like we just mentioned, Ernie Chomo, Paul's dad, also joined the group. <laughs> They're taking over, dude. They're taking over. Yes. And now if you if you circle back to our top contributors list, there are three Chomos in our top <laughs> 10 list. <laughs> like We have a lot of Chomos in the group now, and I couldn't be more happy about it all right adam with that let's move on to actually you know what I, I was about to move on to birthdays but but i i just realized we have something else i want to do before birthdays uh, that we a- actually used to do fairly regularly and we haven't done in a long time and i'm very pleased to announce we have an audio diary dude what an audio yes. diary yeah that's absolutely right we have an audio diary It was submitted to us by Chris Osborne of the Play Comics podcast, longtime member of the group. Yeah, Uh, good dude. And it comes in in several parts, like we usually do. Let's check in with Chris right now, and then we'll check back with him periodically throughout the meeting. Love it.
3: Hey, this is Chris from Play Comics, and I have a problem that I need you all to help me solve.
1: Mm, You've come to the right place. Mm -hmm.
3: This is the second biggest problem I have had all day long. The first was, what do I actually do during work? Because I was bored. But this one might be real close. So I went outside my back door just to see if we'd taken the trash out. Of course, we forgot because we're dumb. (laughs) And when I came back inside, a lizard, just a little gecko thing, ran inside. And it is now under my refrigerator and one of my cats is going to try to eat the lizard. Or the lizard's going to die under my refrigerator, and I don't want to pull my refrigerator out just to catch a lizard, only to have my cat still find the lizard and eat it. So, Toph, Adam, MVP, everybody else, what do I do about this lizard who went into my house and crawled under my refrigerator? This is Chris from Play Comics. This is how I talk.
1: Mm, Yeah, I was concerned, but then he took care of business at the end. Adam, do you want to take this one? Sure, man. I got three words for you: three words. Circle of life. What's done is done, man. However, this plays out is how it's supposed to play out. You're you need to just sit back and watch what interesting course nature will take. Does the cat get it? Does it roast? Who knows? But it's circle of life. This was meant to happen. You're good. You have nothing to worry about
4: let nature take its course
1: you know that's why i was comfortable turning that over to you because that's exactly what i was going to say that's because that's why we're such good co-hosts sir yeah that's right okay well there's four other installments of the epic lizard audio diary from chris yes yes so we're going to find out how this turns out before the end of the meeting i can't wait i think it's gonna be great okay well with that let's move on to Birthdays. Uh uh-huh, Birthdays. All right. So, so far, no, not a big shakeup. Not a big shakeup. Okay. So, here are the birthdays for the month of March. On the 11th of March is the birthday of Carolyn Kerr. Uh, that's one of my improv friends. And that was hmm. actually yesterday. No, that hmm. wasn't yesterday. It was four days ago. So, happy birthday, Carolyn. On the 12th is the birthday of Drew Mick from Headline Heroes and the Podfix Network today. Today is the birthday of Les York. And Les is one of my childhood friends. I've known him since grade school. That's awesome. Yeah. On the 17th is the birthday of the multi-talented JV Hampton Van Zant. Happy birthday. On the 17th is the birthday of radio personality Doyle King. Also on the 17th is the birthday of my good friend Sean Mann. On the 18th, one of my other longtime friends, the birthday of Scott Guthrie. On the 22nd, the birthday of Kirk uh, Griffin of the Podcast Discovery Show and the Podfix Network. On uh, three twenty-four is the birthday of Paul Combs. Also on the twenty-fourth is the birthday of Kerry Dykes. The twenty-fifth is Jerry Orne. Now yeah, the Road Warrior, the original Warrior, the original Road Warrior. Also on the twenty-fifth is a longtime friend of mine, Jed Mitchell, who is a longtime member of the military, specifically the Air Force, and I believe he lives in Spain. I think he lives in Spain with his Mm. wife and three or four or five kids. He's got a lot of kids. And the 25th is his birthday. Happy birthday! Also, on the 25th is new intern Joe Cohn of Mouse and Weens. And rounding out the month on the 28th of March is the birthday of Cotton Shorts. Man, happy birthday, everyone!
4: Happy birthday! What a great group.
1: Yeah, I agree. Okay, up next, Adam. We've got a promotion. Ooh, promotion! Like as in like a sponsor, or like we're promoting an employee. Oh no, we're promoting someone. So yes, the aforementioned very talented Phil Rude heard of our hypothetical episode, and he posted this. Now hypothetical, that was an episode we did near the beginning of the year. It was actually the last episode we did when we were down in Austin together. Yep, yeah, yep, I remember that very well with great fondness. I do as well. So here, here's what what Phil posted. He says, "I think I can confidently declare that I could take out up to fifty feral kindergartners before I'm called out as being full of BS." Let me explain. So, <laughs> just real quickly, in reference, that was one of the hypotheticals, right? Is how many I think how many kindergartners you could you could take, right? We discussed that on that episode. So this was this was Phil responding to that episode with his answer. So here's here's his explanation of how he could. Take on 50 feral kindergartners, feral being very important. I don't think Liz liked that they were feral, but nevertheless, they were. Phil says I'm one of five siblings. I grew up with countless cousins, have three sons, and a handful of nieces and nephews. I've wrestled and rough housed a ton. I'm a former Marine. I have a hazy history of drunken bar fighting. I have a layer of anger just under the surface. I will admit I would start getting winded and lose my initial adrenaline rush after 25 to 30. And he says, with this resume, I'd like to apply to be head of security on campus for situations involving children and very small adults. Hmm. Now, my response to that is, is that's a very impressive case and resume. And I support this request. Yeah, this seems like all the qualifications that we would want for a head of security on campus. It's a big campus. It's a big job. But, you know, I think he's up for the task but it's head of security involving specifically children and very small adults. That's true. That's true. Well, I mean, that's what I mean. I think that 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 and even even further enhances enhances the position qualification. <laughs> I agree. And so you came along on that discussion thread and made it official and so I invite you to do that again here in our meeting. No one deserves this position more than Captain Phil Rude. So let it be written, so let it be done. Welcome to your new position. Terrific. All right, so congratulations Phil. You have been promoted to Head of Security on Campus for situations involving children and very small adults. Yeah, just make sure you stop by HR cuz they will provide you with uh, keys to the facility. You need to get a full set of keys. Oh, it's a huge it's a huge ring of keys. Yeah. Okay, well before we go any further, let's check out check back in with Chris. See what's yes. going on with this giant lizard. Yes.
3: Hey, guys. This is Chris from Play Comics again. Um, hey, buddy. So I managed to get the front of the bottom of the refrigerator off.
1: mm ooh, and good move.
3: Look under there, use a flashlight, can't find the lizard. One of my cats, Thor, he came over. He, I thought he was helping me look for the lizard, but he was just looking at his reflection in the refrigerator, and then he decided that he would rather try to eat the broom.
4: So he's not a big
3: help. Of course, the other cat is just sitting on the chair. So, I don't know. Maybe you guys can send over Spider-Man or something to catch a lizard. I hear he has experience in that kind of area. I don't know. But I have to find this lizard. Also, pictures available of my cat looking for the lizard
1: upon request. Requested. Yeah, for sure. Send those pictures over. I've got bad news for you, Chris. I do know Spider-Man. Adam, I think you do as well. Yeah. Except he's away on a work trip so he's actually out for the next few weeks and not available to stop by your house to help you collect the lizard yeah that's that's yeah, such bad timing man i mean it's it's travel season plus with all the covid stuff going on he's just not in town well and just so you know your request for him to help you was not ignored i did reach out to him via text he felt super bad but he he's not able to come over and help you yeah yeah sorry about that man yep okay well adam yeah We value every intern in our organization, and we hate to lose anyone. However, we also don't want to hold them back from maybe their dream or some future opportunity. We have one of those such opportunities we want everyone to know about, and I'm going to share it right now. This sounds bittersweet. Well, it can be, but when job opportunities come around, we're obligated to share those with our team. Absolutely. This comes from Les York. It's Human Bait. Let me explain. Mm. Volunteer position for Bigfoot Research Project this fall in Texas, God's country. That's right. Your safety is not guaranteed. You must have a strong work ethic and some camping skills. The compensation? Fame. Yeah. And just visit humanbait.com to apply. Well, you know, I I can think of several people who would be good for this job. Um, You're right. I would hate to lose anyone, but... uh I know a couple people who could use some fame and are qualified. For sure. And could probably help someone track down Bigfoot. Yeah, that's a whole lot of glory, dude. Yeah, tons of glory. Okay, Adam, it's time to discuss our latest facility upgrades. Ooh, you know how much I love facility upgrades, bro. (laughs) Same. Everybody does. They're the best. And I will tell you, we have so, so many. But I only have time to share a couple of them. Mm -hmm. And in future meetings, we'll share some others. But... Here's today's. The first one comes, also comes from Les York. And he said, Hey, you know what our campus needs? Because we have a lot of animals, and those mm-hmm. animals serve specific purposes. And so he came up with another idea. They're called wellness geese. Ha! <laughs> I love this. Yeah. So we actually got the idea from a local university that's nearby. And they said, hey, we've introduced wellness geese to campus to help students de-stress during the exam period. And we thought, wow, you know, our team works really hard. We could use some Mm de-stressing. And and so we went ahead and got a a whole flock of wellness geese, and it was a complete disaster. Of course. So really, this isn't so much about, hey, you're welcome for the wellness geese, as much as we're really sorry about the wellness geese. Yeah, the wellness geese, um, looking back on it, really could have only ended in one conclusion really should have saw that coming but you know we really trying to go for the employees you know yeah well when the people that sold us the wellness geese said hey do you want some wellness geese like yeah we absolutely want additional wellness and it actually was exactly the opposite yeah i should have learned our lesson you know or my lesson from the time that i had an emotional support peacock those things are not friendly or fun or emotionally helpful so no no they're they're vicious and 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 uh, terrifying, I think and, is the way you described him. Yeah, and obnoxious. So, um, oh, unbelievably obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. So, kind of screwed the pooch on that one. So, let's move on to something I think we we are very excited about. This came from Kerry Dykes. It's called the Can Cannon. <laughs> yes, because we don't want a can't cannon. We want a can cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. And here's what this is. So, this is an attachment to an AR-15. And it launches soda cans up to 105 yards, Adam. Wow, that's pretty intense, man. That's longer than a football field. It is, It just slightly. And no one was more excited about this facility upgrade, this amenity, than the recently promoted Phil Rood, who responded and said, perfect, I'm going to need a baker's dozen of those for the impending feral kindergartner invasion. Yeah, he definitely needs that immediately. Yeah, so just in time. So you're you're fully prepared, Phil, to get started in your new position. Yeah, this is great. What a great welcome package. Congratulations. Here's all the equipment that you need in the form of of a can cannon. Yeah. Yeah. This is fantastic. I love that. Yep. Well, we're not going to promote somebody in a position and not equip them properly. No, no, no. We wouldn't even dream of that. We have too much. We have too much resources. Too many resources available to us. And, And too much care for our team members. 100%. Okay, Adam, you know what's next? Hmm dress code update yes my other favorite thing besides facility great upgrades yeah so here's this one so kind of like facility upgrades we have a ton of these uh, of updates and additions and here's just one for this week it comes from our mvp keith gallo of the pop-up Filmcast. of course it's called the casual kilt yeah yeah buddy we all need this yeah and, and this has made it into our list of acceptable dress code options but not without some very important guidelines so keith Mm -hmm. has this note from hr he says hr would like everyone to know the casual kilt is okay to wear on casual fridays but please remember any kilt standard or casual requires you to wear underwear at least in the general office areas yeah in your cubicle it's not a problem but if you leave your cubicle that becomes general office areas you must wear underwear yeah, please don't frolic around in the public, in our public areas, in your casual kilt, or really any, any kilt without some sort of undergarment. No, because the North Courtyard is very windy. Very windy. Would you say it's blustery? Yeah, it's blustery. That's a good way to say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a good word to add to the lexicon. Yeah, so, so if you're interested in a casual kilt, we have those available for you, but just make sure that you provide your own undergarments. Yeah, yeah. Matching is fine. Okay. Adam, it's time to check in with Chris again regarding yeah. his lizard. I'm looking forward to the update. Let's do this. Hey, this is Chris from Blake Comics again. So,
3: good news. I found the lizard. Who? It's definitely behind the fridge. Bad news. Thor has realized that if I'm pulling the fridge out, there's got to be a really good reason. And he really wants to go under the fridge and behind the fridge. So, how... This is what I need to figure out now. How do I keep my eyes on the lizard, but also keep Thor and Nyx from running out the back door when I open the door to put the lizard back in outside?
5: Yay!
1: <laughs> well, I mean, and this is easy. You, you answered it up top. Circle of life. What happens, happens. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Thank you for saying that. I was I was going to just kind of reiterate the fact that that's just the way life goes. And sometimes we just need to sit back and let nature take its course. Yeah. Uh, and we have two more messages from Chris. So I'm excited that we do get to find out how this plays out. Yes. This is going to be great, buddy. Adam. Yes, sir. It's time for a new addition to our meeting. Ooh, And I'd like to refer to this as announcements and advisories. See, these are so good. We've always peppered them in. I'm glad you've made a segment for it. Yep. The first category of announcements and or advisories comes from Tiff in the cafeteria. She has some new menu items that she wants to announce. Are you ready for those? Can't wait. Okay. So these are um, cereals. The first one is corn butts cereal. (laughs) Man, I love a good bowl of corn butts in the morning, especially in the lounges. Yeah, corn butt cereal. Uh, uh, this is how you're going to recognize that it's corn butts. The box features an angry ear of corn and explains that it has cheeky flavor and that the taste will kick your rear. <laughs> it does. That's a very accurate description. 100% accurate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because what happens, A little. let's pull back the curtain. Anytime Tiff wants to add some things to the menu, she's nice enough to say, hey, Adam and Toaf. You want to come by and try these in case you have any objections. And so this goes back a few weeks, actually, where she said, hey, do you want to try corn butt cereal? So you and I can attest, it does have a cheeky flavor and it does indeed kick your rear. Yeah. You know, and what what you can uh, couple with that is some corn nuts. I usually put them in a bowl and just eat them with my hands. So with my corn butt cereal side of corn nuts. Uh, Yeah. And when we came down to the cafeteria, I was, as usual, very impressed and loving the selection. They're delicious. Yeah. They're delicious. And I agree with you. The combination of nuts and butts, amazing. The only thing better than that is nuts and gum. Nuts and gum is a great, uh, you know, grab by the handful and throw it in there. But that's that's like an afternoon snack, not like a breakfast accoutrement. Well, speaking of snacks... By the way, Keith, that's how you do a transition. <laughs> Our next menu item is a snack called Tubby Grams. Tubby grams. Mm, yeah now now this is a snack item and the box features a very very overweight bear again with the bear theme in this round of new menu updates Mm -hmm. it's it's a load-bearing snack made of obese grain and it was reportedly unbearably fattening well you know that's really good it's a a really good keto option also you know for a fact that you're not going to be you're not going to go hungry on this snack food you're going to get immediately filled up yeah, if not fattened, you're going to be fattened up by tubby grams. You might even call yourself the fatted one. <laughs> you might. You might. That's true. Okay, let's move on to our next announcement. This is a departmental announcement, and it comes from Chris Berkenbein over at the Science Committee of Sciencing. Oh, man, he's one of my favorite people ever. Boy, he is. And, and I mean, we are very, very thankful to Chris and the other members of the committee uh, for First for con- con- constructing the committee, but then just the very, very important work that they do. Yes. So Chris Birkenbein, like I said, is one of the founding members of our science committee of sciencing. And he brought something to us for consideration. He pulled us aside. He said, hey, Adam, Toph, can we have a meeting? I've got something I want to suggest. Of course, open door policy. Yeah, and we said, please come in. Let's talk about it. I'm, I'm sure we're going to say yes, but go ahead and explain. And what he wanted to suggest was... A department of unnecessary inventions. That's so critical. I don't know why we didn't yeah. have it already. It was so critical. I don't, well, I, I think one of the reasons is those guys are so busy working on so many important things. I think they were going to get to this eventually, and now is the time. That's true. So here is our first round of nominations for. Uh, uh, and sorry, I actually skipped over something. The proposal was approved. You made it official, but go ahead and do it. So let it be written. So let it be done. Useless inventions. So, the, the first round of nominations for the Department of Unnecessary Inventions are, and this one was um, nominated by Chris Birkenbein and seconded by another member of the committee, Vlado. God, so of smart. It's not rocket surgery. And that is Crocs for Your Hands. Mm. I kind of wonder if this is unnecessary, but I'll let it slide. Yeah, so I, I headed down to their lab and tried out the Crocs for Your Hands. They're completely useless. So, no function, no nothing, not even fashion, nothing like that. No, they serve no purpose in this world whatsoever. Okay. Okay. Yep. The second item, this is something you tried out that I wasn't available for. This was nominated by Paul, Elimination Paul of the award winning Varmint's podcast. That's right, of course. A- and the soon to be award winning, checking in with Chomo podcast. Anyway, his suggestion was, I know you're gonna you you agreed you told me decaf coffee. Yeah. Yeah, it, this is the most useless. It, I I can't conceive of another thing on the planet Earth that is more useless than decaf coffee. Mm. I actually thought of one and and uh, I I don't mean to spring it on you, but I'm going to suggest it to the committee and see how it goes. Uh-huh. And that would be non-alcoholic beer. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, what a touche. Yeah, I mean, they they may be right on par, but quite useless. And I just I feel like this deserves a bigger discussion which we'll table for now. But um yeah, but as far as the coffee goes, 100% useless. Come on. Yeah, completely. And so, speaking of tabling it until later, another successful segue Keith. Boom. I think we're off to a great start, but if you have if anyone else has any items to add that they want to nominate, you need to post them in the post, but I think a better thing to do would be to call the GBI hotline at 321 321- 465 2180. So, call that number if you have something that you want to nominate for the Department of Unnecessary Inventions. Can can I just point out one thing? You know what's not useless, Tove? What's that? Cargo shorts. Oh my gosh, don't get me started. (laughs) We we do not have that's a whole other conversation. (laughs) Don't have time. I went to Disney a a few weeks ago. All I'm going to say is we discussed cargo uh, socks very recently. Mm -hmm. Uh, from calf mule they're amazing and i was wearing those along with cargo shorts i cannot even begin to tell you how many friends i made while i was at disney world as a result of those two items that's because the shorts are doing all the work they were holding your stuff they were holding my stuff so i could go make friends and i made a crap ton of friends it's it's that easy it's it's the happy place on earth yeah especially when you've got really useful clothing items to hold your things yeah, there's, yeah, it's amazing. So you're definitely not in that department, but I want no. to point it out. Quite the antithesis of the <laughs> Department of Unnecessary Inventions. Every yin needs a yang, buddy. Yeah, yeah. believe me. Okay, <laughs> this is extremely important in the times that we live in because we're out there, we're trying to avoid disease and a lot of other perilous things when we're out traveling for different reasons. We're right smack dab in the middle of spring break, and so I thought it was really, really important that we issue some travel advisories, Adam. So critical, dude. So critical. You know how much I travel. Yeah, for sure. All the time. And, and this is where, uh, you know, again, during certain travel times, such as now, spring break, this is where we'll give interns some ideas of either where to go on their vacations, but also some really important warnings that we feel are very necessary. Yeah, absolutely. The first one comes from Dave Champa. The, the advisory just says this. Tourists are warned of mysterious rolling balls of poop in the Great Smoky Mountains. What a good warning, man. God, what a good warning. Yeah, so so if you're planning, uh, there's a you have a lot of options for your spring break. I'm not saying don't go to the Great Smoky Mountains. I'm just saying if you go there, please be advised by Dave that there may be mysterious rolling balls of poop you need to avoid. You just want to make sure you have the shoes for it for sure. I, I think if you come prepared, you're gonna be fine. Don't scratch it off your list. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. Um, As long as you have the shoes for it, get a good set of hip waders, maybe a raincoat and an umbrella. I think you'd be fine. You're going to be great. Don't cancel those plans. Head out on your trip to the Great Smoky Mountains. Absolutely. Okay, our our final uh, advisory comes from me, Adam, and is something locally regarding our very own campus. Oh, yeah, please. We don't want anyone to panic, but there is a roving band of herpes-ridden monkeys on campus. Oh, my God. Again? Yes, and it's our, our apologies, but I want everyone to know that a task force has been assembled and deployed. They're equipped with all manner of gear, including the aforementioned can cannons. Yes, of course. The problem will be under control in no time. So don't worry about the herpes-ridden monkeys on campus. You know, the, the squatlers are out there working for us. The beer donkeys are doing extra duty we're going to take care of this problem. So, so are, I I, mean, are you sure? I just want to make sure we're good there because if the beer donkeys don't get around, that affects the squatlers and it's, a, it's kind of a, a domino effect. No, 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 no. I've, I've gathered up a task force and we've got this covered. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, you. I was on the road, so I'm glad that you handled that. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Hey, Adam, why don't we take a quick break and hear from one of our new promotional partners? Let's do it. More platinum level content right after This
6: This episode is brought to you by Leftover Valentine's Day Chocolate. Gorge yourself on the candies of unrequited love and soul-crushing loneliness. Forged in the depths of the eternal abyss, satiate your hunger for the tears of man and please the Elder Gods. Leftover Valentine's Day chocolate, enjoy it before the Old Ones return to feast upon our flesh.
1: Now, 80% off. That was a very a very aggressive commercial. Yeah. I, I, the, the It was a weird juxtaposition between that voice and really how I think about Valentine's Day. That's a really good way to say that. Yeah. Very good way to say that. It even caused me a little anxiety and concern, to be quite honest with you. However, however, we're not to judge. We have a variety of great sponsors. That's one of them. So... For more information about leftover Valentine's Day chocolate, feel free to check out Weird With You. It's another terrific podcast from the Podfix Network. It can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, leftover Valentine's Day chocolate is, uh, it's an experience. It really is. And I think that voice kind of sums it up pretty good. That's it. That you're going to have a similar experience to the sound of that voice. That's right. Yeah, I might need to uh, take a five-minute break to kind of release some of this anxiety that's built up now, but other than that, I think I'm pretty good. Yeah, well, uh, definitely don't use wellness geese. That's not going to help you at all. No. Yeah, I know, man. Dang it, too. Yeah, <sighs> that really that really blew up in our faces. Yeah, big time. Okay, well, let's move on from that because, Adam, this is now in Staff Meeting 2.0 where we're going to discuss polls. Yes, I think you mean Paul's. (laughs) I do mean Paul's. (laughs) And see, here's some of the subtle changes we're making with Staff Meeting (laughs) 2.0. So, so sweet. And speaking of Elimination Paul... Look, Keith, a third successful segue. (laughs) (laughs) At the end of our last recording, uh, this poll was not complete. However, it is now. And what I'm talking about is the official soda of the Gravity Beard Interns. Yeah, a very divisive topic yet again. I, I don't think we've had any amicable polls. Well, of course not. That's, that's, otherwise, it wouldn't really be a poll. That's true. It would, or a poll, yeah. for that matter. It, yeah. it wouldn't be a poll. It would just be a regular poll, which is dumb. Yeah. Yeah, no one wants polls. We much prefer polls. Yeah. And as you know, it nothing is official. Polls, you know, we, we, we conduct the polls. The results are established. But they're not official until they're announced at a staff meeting. And that's what we're doing here. Correct. So the final four sodas. It came down to this: were Dr Pepper, IBC root beer, Coke, and Barks. Is it Barks? Barks yeah. root beer. Yeah, Barks. Barks root beer. So two of the f- of the final four root beer had a fifty percent chance of becoming the official soda of the Gravity Beard interns. Did that That's happen? So weird man. Did that happen? No, it did not. It came down to two classics: Dr Pepper and Coke, who advanced and squared off in the final matchup. Adam. Are you ready for me to announce the official soda of the Gravity Beard Interns? Yes. The winner is Dr. Pepper. Boo! Boo! That's right. You're booing because a win did occur. And which side were you on, Adam? I'm booing the Eli Manning side over there. Yeah. Yeah. So you were not on the winning side. So you, a win did not occur for you because you voted for Coke. Yeah, because Coke's better. Whataburger is not a good restaurant and Dr. Pepper doesn't have to be the be all end all. I'm just saying that you're you're treading on dangerous territory by speaking that way against Whataburger and Dr. Pepper. The Five Guys is better and Diet Coke is far superior. Okay. On record. Right. On your, record. Your, your positions have been established <laughs> and you're wrong. <laughs> and with that, we're going to move on to some additional polls. And these are really house cleaning. These are three uh, polls that are pretty similar, uh, but I just want to go ahead and make them official. They were all put out by Keith, and he wanted to know what the top three movies were from these three actors. He, he conducted these over a period of time. We wanted to batch them all together and just make them official. Mm-hmm. So real quickly, according to the poll that was conducted by Keith, the top three Adam Sandler movies are Happy Gilmore, Waterboy, and Wedding Singer. The next one was uh, the top three Nick Cage films. Those are Raising Arizona, The Rock, and Face Off. Uh, Runners Up were Con Air, National Treasure, and Gone in 60 Seconds. Uh, Adaptation came in eighth, and I think that's strange because that was a really good movie. I think that should have been higher. The top three Brad Pitt movies, Seven, Fight Club, and Inglorious Bastards. The Ocean films actually came in fourth, and I thought those would be more popular than that. Mm. And I'm also surprised that Snatch or The River Runs Through It did not make the top three. Those were both excellent Brad Pitt movies. There's not a bad movie there. They're all just like amazing movies or more amazing. Okay, with that, let's hear part four of the Epic Lizard Audio Diary from Chris Osborne. Yes. Hey,
3: so this is Chris from Play Comics again. More about the lizard. Hey, buddy. Uh, I was about ready. Actually, let me start over back up a little bit. I pulled the fridge out far enough for me to get my fat butt back there. (laughs) And I lost a lizard while I was pulling the fridge out. Oh, dear. No idea what happened. So I'm looking around. I'm looking around. I'm getting ready to just give up. And I come back out, and I'm going to push the fridge back in. Because if I'm going to have a lizard running around the house, I figured I might as well have all the furniture and appliances where they're supposed to be. I don't know. It just made sense to me. And I go, and I look up just to make sure that the stuff on top of the refrigerator doesn't fall off because I'm the genius who didn't take them off to slide the fridge. Sure. And the lizard is sitting there on top of the stuff Ooh. that we have on top of the fridge.
1: Of the move for so, the lizard.
3: I'm kind of watching this lizard crawl around some boxes now that we have on top of the fridge, trying to figure out what I can catch him in. The best thing I can come up with is my phone bill and a red Solo cup. Perfect. So, I'm hoping that'll work. This is Chris from Play Comics, and this is how I talk. Dunskys For now.
1: Well, the lizard is embracing the circle of life. He's like, I'm escaping this trap. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I want to commend Chris for his courage and his persistence in this effort. Hashtag courage. Mm-hmm. Big time. Hashtag courage. Yeah. So, wow. There, there's only one more installment from the Epic Lizard Audio Diary, so we're gonna find out what happens very soon well he's got his MacGyver tools you know ready to go with the solo cup and the phone bill so we'll see yeah well I mean, what else does a guy need he's got the perfect tools to make this happen exactly right best of luck to you sir can't wait to find out okay Adam here's another example of staff meeting 2.0 a very familiar segment but in a different location it's time to visit the intern library oh man there have been some great titles coming out recently I agree. This week's book of the week comes from our good friend and intern Mike Cohen. It comes from the Sesame Street's Growing Up series and can be found in the Life Coaching Self Improvement section of our library. Of course. The title is Your opinions are s sh- they're f- sh- What a great book. I remember this book in the Growing Up series. It was really kind of instrumental in my in, in those in those days when my, my parents were divorced. Yeah, so If this sounds like something you can relate to, then head over to the Life Coaching Self-Improvement section of our library and and pick this title up. It's our book of the week. It's a great, great book. I liked Phil Rude's response. Uh, He said, wow, the children's television workshop is a lot edgier than I remember. (laughs) Okay, so moving on, Keith wanted everyone to know that next Tuesday, this is an announcement from Keith, our librarian, next Tuesday there will be a mnemonics class in the library. And just to help everyone understand what this is, I have an audio promo to play with some details. Perfect.
4: Memorization. It's the hardest part of school, and probably life. But remembering facts can be easy and fun, too, with a little help from something called mnemonics. If you ever need to learn the atmospheres, it needn't be a nightmare of boredom. Troposphere, stratosphere, mesosphere, thermosphere, exosphere can be learned this way. The straight man's testicles exploded. Biology is nothing but tedious memorization. But mnemonics can make even the circulatory system, heart, arteries, capillaries, veins, easier to remember as Henry's Always Craving Vomit. You can thank mnemonics and henry for your a you won't make a dime in psychology unless you remember the five stages of grief denial anger bargaining depression and acceptance so just think of this little tip drink alcohol before doing anal good advice and your patients will thank you for it thank you mnemonics you're a dear dear friend
1: yeah so there you go mnemonics are your friends there'll be a workshop next Tuesday and so we invite everyone to attend yeah I'll be there and let me say something legitimately uh, they say a great way to remember stuff is to use crass and vulgar mnemonics so this is perfect exactly And and this is a service that we are thrilled to offer to our team members yeah yeah the research shows that this will be great for our team yep absolutely and as always look out for Luke and the Bookmobile it should be coming through your neighborhood very soon yep Exploding Testicles. All right, Adam. I am really excited to make our next announcement, and that's regarding our next team-building outing. Oh, man. I love team-building exercises. And actually, we're not going to have to travel for this one. This one's coming to us, and it's a giant inflatable game of Twister. Yes, queen. Twister rocks. Let me just describe this. Just imagine an air mattress like you would have when you have a guest over and you run out of places for people to sleep except imagine it huge and on the surface of it is a giant twister board perfect this is amazing that'll be a great way for us to bond as a team and that's coming up very soon we'll uh, announce those details at a future meeting yeah thanks man i'm excited about this one yeah likewise adam here's another new segment that we're adding to staff meeting 2.0 Dos Punto Cero. As you know, we have a part of our campus that we refer to as the Quad. Yeah, of course. And the Quad is really, really versatile. We have many, many activities and gatherings in this part of our campus. Oh, yeah. So I thought it made sense to have a part of our meeting where I announce upcoming activities in the Quad. Yeah. And so here you go. So our first one is... And and, and listen... This year, it's in the quad, this thing I'm about to announce. Maybe as soon as our next meeting or the meeting after that, this very event is going to be in a much grander place just off the quad. Details to come. But for now, our first event coming up in the quad is the Intern Talent Show. Yes, queen again. That's two yes queens per this show. This is great. Right? <laughs> it's, not, it's not often our meetings get a two yes queen rating, but this right. one does. Yeah, it's not quite an oh dang but it's close. Oh, if we get to an oh, dang, people's heads are going to explode. Yeah, let's uh, be careful. And so it's our intern talent show. And I, I just wanted to play our first entry. There, there's a lot of entries. We have a huge team, uh, uh, staff of team members, there's a lot of people entering the, the show. I don't have time to play the other entrance, but Luke submitted his entry, just a little bit of it. So you understood, you understand kind of what we're in for for the intern talent show. Are you ready? And the level of competition. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly right. So here you go.
0: This is Luke, and this is how I talk. Little diddy
6: about Chris and Adam. (laughs) Two American kids growing up in the Southland. Chris is going to be a podcast star. Adam's co-hosting in the backseat of Chris's car. He's not wrong. Sandwich or chili dog, they debate with ease. Intelligent group of interns, they attempt to please. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, a GBI. Intelligent combos of the things we ask why. Oh, yes, yeah, the GBI. Mention Cheesecake to Adam. Get a punch in the eye and rock <laughs> on. He's not done. Adam sits there. Texas finally is home. Chris's thoughts finally in the same room. Well, then there's Tim and Paul saw so Chris Bob and then Carrie. Adam say, hey, y'all, you missing your drinks? So rock on here. Yeah. Oh yeah, I said GBI Intelligent combos of the things we ask why Oh yeah, I said GBI There's something in the lunchroom that y'all ain't gonna try Bridge All the results of the polls All are gonna aggravate all of your souls <laughs> Hold on to cheesecake as long as you can Because it's going to get shot down by the Lord Adam
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's not done Yes
6: Oh yeah, it's said GBI Intelligent combos of the things we ask why Oh yeah, they say a the GBI Now everyone report to the staff meeting at five, rock on, little ditty, about Chris and Adam, two American kids growing up to podcast the land. This is Luke, and this is how I talk.
1: What do you think about that? (laughs) Okay. Aside from this just being, like, (laughs) one of the greatest things ever, I would like to point (laughs) out that, like, um, Luke actually has some really good tonal qualities. Right. If you listen to, like, the the, the growl, he's actually in in tone and in tune. And at the very end of his phrasing, he had a nice little, like, vibrato in there. So I was like, uh, you know, I, I was pleasantly surprised. And then again... Just completely like enamored with just how amazing of a person I think Luke is. <laughs> like he's literally somebody that I wish I was in person friends with. I mean he'll never get here. You know, he's still lost out there. But so you can tell he was from a truck stop bathroom, I'm assuming, where he did that. Mm-hmm. Um but like just that was, that was that was so amazing and what a <laughs> what an amazing guy Luke is, dude. That was awesome. I agree with everything you just said, and the only thing that I would add is I don't want to discourage everyone because the bar he has set is so high. I want everyone to go ahead and and, uh, send in your submissions anyways. This this is just for fun. I mean, Luke did an amazing job. He's going to be featured at the talent show, but I want everyone else to send your submissions and and plan on joining us. It's going to be great. Oh, yes, the GBI. (laughs) (laughs) But that's not it, Adam. We have another (laughs) event in the quad what yes. okay well i don't see how anything can top that please submit your submissions guys for the talent show but that was amazing yeah and and if if you want us to just hear a little bit of what you think about doing again call the hotline it's 321-465-2180 send in your submissions we're not going to say no we just want to hear them real quick so we can kind of put them in the right order and we can decide how the show is going to go yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But anyways, we have another event coming up in the quad. This one was uh, sourced by Chris Devos of Podcast 42 and the Podfix Network. And I'm just going to say, you, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm just going to play the audio. Are you ready? I can't wait. This is going to blow your mind. Okay. I'm gonna cut that off right there, but let me explain what that is, Adam. Let me guess—is that a thousand people gathered together to play music? Not quite, but it's a big, big group. So this is something that they actually did um, at, at another organization, and Chris got word of it, and he's like, "We've got to have those guys, and we're gonna do it in the quad." It's coming up later this summer. That is 270 different musicians playing living on a prayer at the same time and we're going to have it live on our corporate campus that's going to be awesome dude we flew them all in i'm sure absolutely yes yes Mm -hmm. yeah we're going to do interviews with a lot of them it's going to be an epic event it's going to be amazing we invite everybody to come out more details to come yeah please do i can't wait to see that live absolutely i agree can't wait (laughs) (laughs) All right, Adam. You know what that sounder means. (laughs) It's time. Oh, boy, do I. (laughs) It's time for an update. It's time for an update. Dude, status update courtesy of Death Clock. Yes, we need to know the status of the Ed Asner Death Clock. And so here it is. Good news for me. Ed Asner, as far as we know, is still alive and there are only 248 days until Tiff can no longer hold me personally responsible for his death oh well that's nice and uh, yes, as a reminder the lead singer of the Death Clock theme song is name is Nathan Explosion so <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this is great buddy it looks like we have the, the full endorsement of the, uh, of the Death Clock jingle musicians and uh, Ed Asner apparently Yes, and I'm getting closer and closer to being off the hook. That's right. It's not like the time that I had the Ernest Borgnine uh, death clock, and that didn't go so well for me. Oh, no. Yeah, that was was a disaster. Yeah. All right, moving on, Adam. So this is when we normally would discuss and admit the latest candidates and announce the results of our intern choice poll. Mm Mm-hmm. And by candidates, I mean candidates for a spot in one of our three-room apartments. That's correct. However, this month, you will have to listen to our special episode on PodFix Presents. It's part of a March Madness special event. Every weekday, a different show from the network will release a special episode exclusively on the PodFix Presents feed. You can search for that and find it anywhere you listen to a podcast. It's called the PodFix Presents uh, show. Check them all out. It's a great way to learn more about all the shows on the network. We've been wanting to find a way to feature all of them, and now we have. Our episode released three days ago. Just go back three days to Thursday, March 12th, because as part of Staff Meeting 2.0, we have reconceived the apartment segment, mm. and there's, there's two features to it. One Hopefully, it's going to go a lot faster than it has in the past, and two, we're going to get, we're going to get through way way more candidates than we have up till this point. If you want to hear the first version of of the updated apartment segment, you can go listen right now on the Podfix Presents feed. Yeah, that's pretty dope, dude. Pretty dope. I agree. And something that's even doper than that, another successful segue, Keith. God, you're so good. Is the wrap up of Chris Osborne's epic lizard audio diary. We have to know, bro. Well, we're about to. Here it is now.
3: Hey, guys. This is Chris from Play Comics with one final update about the lizard infestation. So, the lizard got on top of the fridge. I don't remember if I told you that in the last message or not. Mm -hmm. I have pictures of him up there, too, if you guys want to see it. So, I go. I grab the red solo cup and my phone bill, and I'm climbing up on a chair because the Fridge is tall, and I am short, and I'm trying to catch the lizard, and of course, it runs away from me, runs toward the door, I don't know if I tried to jump or if it fell, and I'm sitting there like, crap, 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 I'm going to have to move the fridge to even see where the lizard is, I'm probably going to run it over, and I, I got nothing else I can do, so I start sliding the fridge back, and I look, and it's sticking to the door, and, oh, man, I was so happy about that because, number one, there was no way I could kill it with the fridge. Number two, I can just open the door and kind of brush it out. So I opened the door, and I took my phone bill, and, and it's the most useful thing that it will ever do in its entire life. I brushed the lizard back outside with the phone bill. And then I shut the door, and the lizard ran away, and I just remembered that it's going to get cold tonight, so I hope the lizard can find a nice warm blanket. But most importantly, my cats cannot eat the lizard, and we don't have any spies for the lizard people inside my house. So thank you for bearing with me for this horrible, let me see what time it is, 32 minutes. This is the worst 32 minutes I have had all day long, and this is Chris from Play Comics. Signing out because this is how I talk, especially when I say dunces.
1: Oh, nice. nice, nicely done, nicely done. I did think that for a second he was gonna say the the lizard went out and then a hawk came and like picked it up.
2: God, <laughs> <Caw! laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> He's like holy crap! Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> After all that work, it was in vain anyway. Well, man, there. Are, listen, first of all, the level of courage that he displayed. Hashtag courage. unbelievable secondly he did the right thing and he called the hotline gave us moment by moment updates always the right thing to do but then the implications the thing the the things that were riding on his success or lack of success were unbelievable and he was successful and look what came of it all good things all good things i mean it didn't get eaten by a hawk the cats didn't get it he's fine he doesn't have the lizard people in his house. That's the biggest thing, is the lizard people. Yeah. 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 Wow. Wow. Thank you for sharing that experience with us. And man, congratulations on your success. Yeah. Yeah. Nicely done. And thank you for chronicling that with us. It was wonderful. You know what? I'm, I'm going to do something, Chris. Uh, and Adam, I'm assuming you approve of this. I'm going to do something I've never done before. Uh-oh. I'm going to, for his bravery, I'm going to award Chris Osborne... The distinction of being the gravity beard listener of the week yes cue the trumpets man that's a big honor nicely done wow that's that's a high honor not usually you know bestowed like that that's amazing yeah well this is staff meeting 2.0 that's right anything can happen anything can happen but the, the meeting to all the way to the gravity beard listener of the week but i think you would agree that his efforts were quite worthy of that distinction this time around I 100% agree. Yeah, thank you. Okay. You know what what good theme music will be for that right now? What's that? Little ditty about Chris and Adam. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I agree. Okay, well, listen. uh, One more, just one more thing about Staff Meeting 2.0. One of our goals that you and I discussed as we were reworking our meetings was that we wanted the meetings to be shorter. Yeah. And our time goal, which we did not achieve this time, and I'll explain in just a moment. Our time goal for these meetings is to keep them at right around an hour or less. Mm-hmm. Right, We really want to value our team members' time. Uh, we know we have a lot of important things to cover, but we still want to effort to get it in an, in an hour or less. The reason we didn't get it in this time is because this is the first time we've done this. So we're, we're still getting used to what we can fit in a one-hour time period. The second thing is, is we had such a backlog of terrific audio that we didn't want to get further behind and leave any of it out. So uh, having said that, we still have uh, one more segment, and it is all audio, and I think you're going to enjoy it. So in the future, we'll just manage that a little bit better. We'll understand what we can fit in one hour, and we're not going to have nearly as much audio as we had during this meeting. But having said that, we have one more segment, and that is the hotline. The Hotline. And here we go. Let's just motor right through these. You ready? Yep. Adam, here's our first message.
7: <laughs> um. Yes. This is
5: Ed Asner. Whoa. Whoa. This is how we talk. Okay.
1: I'm still alive. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> what a great man. <laughs> Okay, so so it's not just an empty claim by me. He is still alive. Yeah, he actually called the hotline to, to say the three words, I'm still alive. I'm still alive. <laughs> hey, I don't take that lightly. Thank you, Ed Asner, for calling in and confirming that you're still amongst us. Thank you, buddy. I'm still alive. <laughs> See, Ed Asner doesn't want me to be responsible for his death. He's on my side.
0: That tickled me. That was good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, man, that's awesome. Thank you, Ed. Dunskies. Okay, yeah, that was short and sweet, man. That was it. <laughs> well, I mean, he had only one goal, and it only took him about 17 seconds to accomplish it. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I value efficiency. Good job. Yeah, perfect. Okay, Adam. Here's our next message. Love it.
2: Uh, hey, Adam. Hey, Toph. Uh This is former Vice President Dick Cheney. Oh. Uh, yeah, and uh, this is how I talk. I was listening to last year's Christmas episode, the Christmas staff meeting, Interesting. Uh, which was great, by the way. Nice job, Adam. Oh, you know, just in anticipation of, of this year's Christmas episode, and I got all the way to the end. I was really doing everything. Uh, Toph, nice job on the Christmas quiz. I think you got the frosty question right. You yeah. sure did <laughs> Adam you totally wrong? But in any case, I got to the end of the episode, and you guys were playing some voice messages. And I've heard these guys call in before a supervillain Bane. And and then uh, of course, Batman, a superhero, you know, they've been going back and forth for a long time, although they haven't called in, in a long time, which is really a shame. But in this particular instance, Bane had gone to see the movie vice, uh, which, which is a, a very poor and loose portrayal of, of, of me. And, and I, I agree with you, Batman. That was a terrible movie. Yep. Terrible, terrible, terrible. <laughs> um, but but that Batman, I, I disagree on one thing. Um, I'm not a vampire. I, I, I don't know why you got to be throwing shade. I, I'm definitely not a vampire. I'm a very accomplished man. I've done some great things. Uh, that really hurts. I was a big fan of yours, Batman. And <laughs> so maybe maybe uh, maybe we could patch things up somehow. You know, maybe maybe we can go hunting or, <laughs> or something. I, I don't know. Let's just get together. I, I think I can. I think I can convince you that I'm. Uh, I'm I'm am I'm a good guy. So uh, anyway, um, I, I know you guys had you, you know uh, I I don't know. I just wanted to call it and clear some things up. But um, anyway, I hope you guys had had a great a great holiday and, and Merry Christmas. And this this is former Vice President Dick Cheney. Um, this is how I talks, Denski's.
1: Okay, all right. I mean, what a great call former vice president yep and he loved the christmas episodes well and i i don't i mean i don't know dick cheney you know he and i aren't friends or anything but i I mean he didn't like being besmirched and he felt compelled to call in and and i think the most important thing he said was he addressed it to batman he's not a vampire dick cheney's not actually a vampire that's correct that's correct i think that's important it's important to like kind of get out there you know yeah, yeah, we we can't have you know people spreading rumors about Dick Cheney being a vampire if he's not actually a vampire, right? Yeah, at, at best it was a you know kind of rumor without without an unsubstantiated claim. Well, and that's really I think what we're accomplishing so far in this round of messages is the confirmation of some things. That's correct. Ed Asner's still alive, and Dick Cheney's not a vampire. <laughs> those, those are both important things to know. I'm still alive, Donskis. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's keep moving.
7: Hey, what's up, Delph? What's up, Adam? This is KG, KG. The MVP, and uh, co-host of the Wonderful Pop Filmcast Cast. Over on the even more wonderful Todd Fix Network. Yes, sir. Uh, I don't really want to make a theme of these calls, but um, I listened to most uh, recent staff meeting, and Chris, you called in with a uh, with a vomit tale. Yep, and it reminded me of uh, very much of, of two similar stories. Uh oh. Uh, one of them being about me, one of them being about my nephew. Uh, the first one, very short, is uh, Christmas, Christmas uh, evening, not Eve, Christmas evening, so at 9 25th. Uh, my family, we celebrate Christmas late into the night, and this was a, uh, was a handful of years ago. And at my mom's house, there was a loft area where we could all gather around uh, up top, and then... Um, yeah, that's where we would all hang out and everything, and do Christmas. And so, we'd go downstairs, eat some food, go back up. And towards the end of the evening, when it was ready to go uh, and everyone was ready to go home, my nephew at the time uh, was up at the top of the stairs, just froze up, and then just right over the uh, the edge of the banister, no. all hardwood. So it went down the stairs. Is splattered onto like the hallway below the banister area, uh, all over the wall and the um, paintings and stuff that uh, frame stuff that my mom had up decorating oh the house. Uh, I swear, even like a few years later when she moved out, like as she was moving things around, she still found more like little leftover stains. Oh, I guess God. from from it, you know, it cleaned up as much as possible, but it was just it went everywhere. Uh, in your your story reminds me of that. The second quick story I'll tell you uh, is about a young KG. And uh, nice. me and my brother, we used to share a room. Uh, we had bunk beds. And we also had, our, our room had uh, a bathroom right off of it. You go straight from the bed, run right to the bathroom. Or you could go out through the hall. You could go through the other door and walk into the bathroom as well. But a direct shot from bed to toilet, uh, very good when somebody is sick. It, I had eaten something. Uh, I want to say maybe some Chef Boyardee lasagna.
1: Mm, that'll do it. I think it. that
7: might have been what it was. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't feeling good, so he's going to bed. We put a bucket next to me, everything, just in case I was going to throw up. Uh, well, uh, KG. Uh, making some trouble, as I've known to do. Bypassed said bucket, because, of course, mm-hmm. I ran right directly to the toilet. Nope. I uh, I went out into the hallway Mm. Went around that way. Bad move. Adding a few extra steps. Mm. Then he
1: exceeded the three-minute limit. Oh, man. The world will never know. <laughs> actually, it will, because he called back. Okay, good. So, I, I got that right here, actually. Oh, thank God.
7: <laughs> hey, Adam you Hope. This is KG again. Hey, uh, apparently, I'm not the MVP of paying attention to how long a voicemail is. <laughs> anyway, okay. uh, back to what I was saying. I'm sick uh, from eating some Jeff RD lasagna. Bucket next to the bed. Decide not to do that. I then say uh, to hell with the wide open door leading to the bathroom from the bedroom and a direct path to said toilet. Instead, I went all the way out into the hallway, where I then uh, did not even make it to the. Carpeted bathroom, by the way. Real weird thing in oh. in uh, the late 80s. Yeah. Carpeted bathroom. That's true. They were that was terrible. kind of a big, big mistake. That's mm-hmm. um, kind of hazy, so if anything didn't stay on there, it didn't look too bad, I guess. But, yeah, I, I managed to puke in the hallway and into the bathroom. Uh, my brother was nice enough to get up and help me. Um, I don't know if my mom did not uh, get up. I don't know if she's really interested. That I grew up everywhere. But, Anyway, uh, again, not trying to theme it as a uh, vomit themed uh, Collins, but uh, tell if you're an issue with uh, your son Remind me of those two fun stories, fun with asterisks, I guess. Uh, I don't probably not fun. Anyway, don't speak later.
1: Hey KG, don't don't tell us vomit stories, bro. Okay, <laughs> Adam doesn't like vomit stories. No, because now I want to vomit. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> those were epic stories, though that is irrelevant they were epic and now because of their epicness now i feel like i want to vomit well i I, that that is such a kid thing to do is to not use the bucket and then also take the longest route possible and then not make it to the toilet and then just go ahead and vomit on the floor on the carpet (laughs) (laughs) right that is such a that is such a kid thought process and mistake to make what let me see how how bad can i make this for my parents Right. Right At the worst possible time. Oh, gosh. Wow. Well, thank you, but also not thank you for those horrific stories. I never wanted to discourage someone from using the hotline, but woof, Yikes. That was brutal, bro. (laughs) (laughs) In a weird, sadistic way, I kind of enjoy them. Thanks for calling, Keith. (laughs) And Adam, here's our next message.
0: Cornveloped. Meat a pillar. (laughs) Corn dogs should now be called a cornveloped meat a
1: pillar. (laughs) That was the whole message. God bless Luke, man. God, he's on fire, man. (laughs) I think there's another similar one. Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) Ridiculous.
0: Cornveloped meat a pillar. Some alternate versions, if nobody likes cornveloped meat a pillar, are meat corn cornveloped pork inside, Vienna hoe cakes, older brother, battered beef log, tan suited wonder meat. That is all.
6: What?
1: <laughs> w- Wait, I like corn meat inside. Was that what it what called it? Yeah, let me play the last one. Tan-suited wonder meat. <laughs> Tan-suited,
0: wonder meat.
1: <laughs> Tan-suited wonder meat. That was my nickname in high school, am I right? <laughs> uh, now that we've listened to these, I remember this. We had some sort of conversation or yeah. thread or something about coming up with alternative names for corn dogs. (laughs) Wait, can you play the beginning? I want to hear the second one that he said again. Okay.
0: Some alternate versions, if nobody (laughs) likes cornveloped meat-a-pillar, are (laughs) meat pedo, (laughs) (laughs) cornveloped (laughs) pork-inside,
1: like I love all of the all, all the options he came up with, but it's ten times better because of his delivery, dude. dude I am just gonna say exactly right, man. I love, I love that first message. He just says with such conviction and elegance, corn blooped meat of color, corn
0: blooped pork inside
1: (laughs) and and by the way luke uh all of them are so good it's like all they're all tied for first i loved all of those options i'm gonna need that immediately sent over because i think that might be your new text tone whenever you text (laughs) because right now it's i have gobbles which i'm not sure i'm ready to give up but i will definitely use corn pork inside (laughs) All right, we still have some more uh, some more messages. I'll put that one when the president of the company texts me. <laughs> okay, here's our next here's our next message. Hey, this is
7: Drew, uh, and this is how I talk. I wanted to tell you guys a small story. Uh, I live up in Minnesota. Uh, skiing, kind of a thing up here. I'd never really done it, so I went with some friends. Uh, went very easy, uh, but still, then fell immediately on my face it really hurt and uh, so i'm just saying that's it no more of that not gonna go skiing
1: anymore i'm done with skiing uh, done skis <laughs> that that's the most appropriate story to end with done skis yeah that he's done skiing <laughs> you know and i feel like that that very short message conveyed like the thoughts of so many people like you know i'm not doing this anymore okay right this is the end this i'm out done skis <laughs> and in case you didn't hear that was drew mick from headline heroes also yeah. of the podfix network yeah super funny thank you drew for for calling in i i, <laughs> I agree with you I, I i went skiing once when i was in high school and never again <laughs> <laughs> that makes perfect sense yep okay we have three more messages And I'm just going to say they're all from Luke. I have no idea what they are. I'm just going to play them. I can't wait.
2: (laughs) Same.
5: Hey, Tofe, Adam. And if there's MVP all over the place, Aki, This is Luke, and this is how I talk. Just wanted to say, finally, after a little bit of fixing and doing and whatever, I got my adventure vehicle all done up.
7: Some of you know my
5: uh, other personal Facebook page so you see some trials and tribulations, but uh, time to get back on the road, baby. (gasps) (gasps) Woo! Anyhow, I thought there was a posting about a concert coming up.
4: Yeah.
5: Something, Adam, help me with this one? Anyhow. So, (laughs) South Florida, mid-Texas, here I come, baby. I'll call when I'm on the road. I'm coming
1: for you. Uh. Oh. Okay, first of all, instant moment of triumph from Luke. He got his f-ing Avenger vehicle back going, <laughs> number one. Number two, it's so good to hear him say, I'm coming for you again. I've missed that, dude. Yes, the triumphant return of Luke from the road. Dude, number one. And then, and he's right, there's a humongous Rammstein concert that's coming to San Antonio in September. Wow. Yeah, I and dude, this is my favorite bands. I can't wait And so Luke, if you want to come Let's do this, man Come on, we can stay at my house You'll have a roof over your head for the first time in a long time I'm sure if you're back on the road (laughs) You know, like I'll make you A food of your choice Uh, You can teach me a few things about your food Knowledge Please come to Texas, the concert is in September You've got a lot of months Between now and then, let's do this well, not to be a wet blanket, but just based on his history up to this point, I don't have a tremendous level of confidence that he's going to make it. No, I don't. I don't either, man. But you know, I, I really want him to be able to make it. <laughs> I do too. Best of luck to you, Luke. We we want you to to break your streak of bad luck and actually arrive at your targeted destination. And we want to hear you say, "Not I'm coming for you," but guys, I'm here. I'm here. Also, look—if you successfully make it down to Austin, I will get in the car and drive down to Austin. Adam will attest to the fact that I will do that on a moment's notice. As a matter of fact, and 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 Toph can attest to the fact that I've got a place to put you. Absolutely, sure does. He doesn't have hot water, but he does have a place. Oh, why did you bring that up, bro? <laughs> let's let's listen to our next message.
5: Hello, beards and gravity beard land. Hope you're having a hairy day. What? This is Luke. This is how I talk. Hey, Luke. I just wanted to say, somehow, someway, Gravity Beard has become the official podcast of repairing things and household <laughs> projects. Yes. The other weekend, I was repairing a, a, a manifold uh, pressure valve. Uh, next weekend, I was repairing, putting in a new AC compressor. Nice. And today, I'm just about to go... Uh, uh, repair a uh, well pump while listening to it so somehow some way gravity beard the official podcast of repairmen well at least in my world again have a good day y'all salute this, this is our talk
1: that's awesome we did it buddy we became the official podcast of repairmen one could even say, "I'm the repair man, 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 man," with Gravity <laughs> Beard in the background. <laughs> <laughs> the official podcast of repairing things—that's amazing, dude. God, Luke, I think has won the MVP of this very podcast. This episode, of, yeah, of this meeting, he's the of, MVP of this meeting. Of this, right? Of this, of this staff meeting, Luke is the MVP. God, congratulations, buddy! But he's not done. He has one more message that he left for us.
6: Little ditty. About Chris and I
1: <laughs> It's not that, but I'm sure it's gold. Oh, dang it! Hey, Tofei, hey, Adam, this is Luke.
5: This is how I talk. I just wanted to call and say that earlier I had called and um, said that I had. Excuse me. I had been listening to the podcast while repairing things, mm-hmm. and I made a mistake. Oh my apologies. Gravity Beard is not the podcast for home repair projects. Oh. Gravity Beard is the podcast for home repair successes. Oh <gasps> moment of triumph. Because right now I have fully refurbished my well pump and my backyard is being irrigated by my own water. Hasn't functioned in years. So Gravity Beard the podcast for successful home repairs. This is Luke. And this is how I talk.
1: That was a little bit of an emotional roller coaster right there. Boy, it was. I was so I... bummed out. I was like, "Oh, no." Also, like kudos to freaking handyman Luke that can get his well pump fixed to the point where he can irrigate his own lawn. <laughs> 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 but I know you heard it cuz I heard it too. We're not just the official podcast of repairing things we're the official podcast of home repair moments of triumph dude i heard it as clear as the day is long it was Gosh. like a bell ringing through the ages we did it buddy you know 239 episodes and three and a half years ago if someone said hey what are your goals as a podcaster i s- i had some goals But never did I think we'd arrive at the day where my podcast, co-hosted by a very, very close friend of mine, would be declared the official podcast of Home Repair Moments of Triumph. Dude, I just... There aren't words to describe this, man. There are not words to describe it. Wow. Well, I I don't want to go any further. Normally, it's bad news when I say we don't have any, any additional ado, but... That was such amazing ado that I, I think we should just stop right there. We should yeah. st- we should end the meeting. Yeah, and, and normally I'm always seeking the, the the additional ado, but today we have kept on a good level. Absolutely. Okay. I, I'm glad we agree on that. Okay. Well, well, that, without any further ado, that concludes this month's staff meeting. This is perfect. And um, you know, please clean up any of your trash around the uh, the table. But you know, yeah, let's let's get back at it. Yeah, push your chairs back in and allow me to finish up with some brief credits before we go. The content of these meetings is generated almost entirely by our talented team of interns. If you'd like to contribute to the show, we'd love to have you join the team. Just search Gravity Beard Interns on Facebook. It's where we have very serious conversations about the dumbest things ever. You can call us on the hotline if you like. We've already mentioned that number, but again, it's 321-465-2180. If you enjoyed the show, Please tell another human about it. Word of mouth is so important for the growth of an independent podcast like this. We'd also appreciate it if you'd subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast app. Gravity Beard is a proud member of the PodFix Network. To find other great shows consistently creating platinum level content, go right now to podfixnetwork.com or search at podfix on Twitter. And don't forget to uh, listen to March Madness, a new show every day, every weekday of the month of March. You can also listen to us on Radio Haver. Find all the details on the show notes. Find all the details in the show notes. Music on the show is by Silent Partner. You can find them on the YouTube audio library. Promotional consideration in this episode comes from Justine and Santiago and the talented team at Weird With You. From my dear friend and co-host, Lord Saunders, I'm your other co-host, Tove. This meeting is adjourned. And remember, COVID-19 will not make you f- yourself to death, so stop buying all the toilet paper
6: Gravity Beer is a proud member of the Podfix Fix network.
1: Hey Adam, I hit I just hit record. I also hit record. Is that cuz you wanted to record something? I had a couple things to say. The first thing being that I can't decide which coffee craft to buy this week. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to have to walk downstairs every time I want a cup of coffee. Well, we'll see, now, now I'm on the edge of my seat because I want to know how you're going to sort that out. Well, the, the, the problem is that I can't figure out if I should get the 18 cup, I'm sorry, the 8 cup or the 68 ounce one. That seems like a lot of coffee, but also double walled insulated versus like a, a, the pump one that you pump out, the air pump. <sighs> okay, see, I'm not, a, I'm not a coffee drinker, so I barely know what any of those words mean. Well, there's, there's a couple different sizes, a couple different thermal insulators, and then is it a pour, or is it a... Like, a we like go to the thing, and you pump it, and it comes out. It's like an air pump. You know. I don't know what to do, man, but I know I don't want to walk all the way downstairs, but then the thing is, I like half and half, so the half and half creamer is downstairs, but I, I just want to sit up in my office and have the coffee right there. So do I get a refrigerator for upstairs, too? You've got so many first world problems, I don't even know where to start. I take that under great offense. Well, I came to you for advice and uh, to record your sagely advice. And what did I get ridiculed? Well, I mean, you're just coming to me about something I know nothing about. Yeah, but did you have to mock me for it? Yes. That's fair.